everyone, welcome back to Requires Improvement. This is episode nine. And for the first time in a few weeks now, it's just me and Dean. Um, just, as much as just, we've loved having our guests, it is nice just just, uh, just to chill and just to be us for a little bit. Yeah, I'm quite liking it. it's just us for the time being. I have yeah. loved having our guests on, but I do feel like it's nice to get back to just us. Because um, guests is quite stressful. <laughs> Not that the guests are stressful, but it's quite like stressful thinking like, what if they hate me? <laughs> Yeah, you've got to be quite organised with guests and um, quite often we are, well. She's saying I'm not organised <laughs> with guests, not we are. She's saying Dean's not organised with guests and he just makes it up. <laughs> and quite, and, and <laughs> because Molly's questions, if you've probably noticed, are quite intellectual, quite deep. And I'm like, so Fran, tell me about Shrek. Shrek. Oh, Alex, you worked in a zoo. <laughs> My questions are the best. But I'm getting there with them, and I try to be better. <laughs> Molly, every day is a school day, and I'm learning every single day. And every podcast, I learn something. Yeah, every day is a school day. To be fair, yeah, and well, we are we're getting there. It's not a school day right now, Molly, because well, it's I, the that, holidays. yeah, that was going to be my segue, but you stole it, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> Molly's um, not but, better. Yeah, it is. It's no longer a school day. It's the summer holidays. How exciting. Oh, I sound really excited. I know, happy summer to you. You don't sound excited, why? I don't know, I think it feels a bit unjustified to be excited considering we've had so much time at home. Like, normally you can totally be like, I deserve these six weeks and, and I've worked so hard. But then I think I've worked hard in a different way this year, like completely different way yeah and you forget just because you're at home you're still working you're still yeah. like you're working from home but i think because you're at home it doesn't feel like you're working yeah but like you said before we came on this podcast we actually haven't been off like off off since february half term because we both worked over easter break and over and may half term so it's it's quite surreal to actually think i'm not on a rotor I don't have to check my emails. I don't have to do any online learning. It's a really kind... Because that's just been life for the past... Five months. Yeah. I don't so, know. I, I'm feeling very unnerved by it, to be honest with you. Because I'm feeling like, oh, there's still so much to do. And mm. I feel like nothing really ended nicely because of how abrupt it was. Like, things ended nicely in terms of online learning, but I still feel like I haven't got to the end of a school yet. I feel like, still feel like I'm halfway through. Well, it's funny a lot, because I, I was in school on Friday, and everybody was saying that. It just, it doesn't feel like the end of an an academic year. It just doesn't, doesn't feel like how you normally feel. We were all still really tired, like that proper teacher tired at the end of a term. Um... But I think, yeah, I think that's it. Like, I think we all felt a little bit unjustified to be that tired and a bit unjustified to to feel that way. But I don't know why we felt unjustified because we have all worked really hard, really, really hard these past few months in a completely different way. But I think as teachers, you used to be t- told, well, yeah. not being directly told, but you used to be told that you're not working hard enough by yeah. the government, by the DfE. Like, yeah. you... You, as, as tired as you are you can always do more and that's the yeah. attitude in education I think so I think because we have 
had this end to the school year and it's been so awful the mm. pandemic i feel like we've got that mentality and us oh we can always do more but no yeah. we're not paid for the summer i'm not going to work the summer as much as i love my school i'm going to take some time to me that's a complete lie molly i'm going to have some a week or two off and then i'm going to go into school every day i was going to say class. you have literally just said to me i'm going to take the first three weeks off and then i'm going to work the last three so i apologize to our listeners for lying but you know i've got things to do i've got year 11s to get through their exam i will be working for three weeks of the holiday not that we're promoting that though i don't think that dean should be working i do think that teachers need their time off but i also completely completely understand how sometimes it is necessary to to do that unfortunately because yeah i I don't agree with it but i feel like i need to does that make sense i think if it makes you feel better then it's worth doing if that makes sense like and what makes me feel better is a classroom with nice displays and that are well organized for september Mm, yeah Yeah. so i'm gonna do it and but i feel like i've also already got ahead of a lot because obviously we're working from home yeah so i ha- haven't been teaching all the time we've still been doing online lessons in like zooms and things but i've still, I've still had a lot of time to like plan for next year so my planning's done it's just yeah. all the faff, like the faffy bits that i want to go in and do mm. yeah yeah i was i was quite because i was in school quite a lot i was able to get into my classroom and do the faffy bits as it were um so yeah i was quite lucky in that sense like i i mean to be honest i'm surprised i've got to this point and don't have to go in over summer i probably still will like there's just there's like that part of me that gets to like four weeks in or three weeks and i think oh did i do that and i know that i did but like i have to kind of go in and check that my classroom is exactly how i left it and it still looks how I remember it looking but we're having loads of work done in our school over summer so that always makes me a little bit on edge like that like what am I going to like the builder's going to have been in and just ruined classroom yeah yeah it'll be fine it will be fine I also feel like are you going on holiday Molly? I'm not going abroad I'm going like for two nights away next week in England but that, yeah, I suppose that is holiday, really, isn't it? I shouldn't come. I shouldn't I, be I, like... yeah, that's holiday. I'm going to say that's yeah. holiday. Yeah. Um, but, like, I'm the same. I haven't got any big nights, like, big weeks away or big holidays abroad. Like, I was reflecting, and this time last year, I was about to go to Cancun for two weeks and then to Edinburgh Fringe for a week and a half. Mm. So, like, my summer was jam-packed last year. And now this year, obviously, we were meant to go to Edinburgh for two weeks. I can see it on my calendar highlighted in blue and then crossed out <laughs> So that's I know. A bit well, last year I was in France for a week road tripping, which is like just that's just you wouldn't be able to do that now, like at all. I was staying in a different place every night, like, um, and crazy, isn't it? Yeah, and I think we did a week in France, obviously, we did Edinburgh, and I also we went to Wales, like this time last year, I think I was in Wales, and then after Edinburgh we went over like we went up into scotland up further north into scotland as well and you got engaged and i got engaged <laughs> just to drop that in there like yeah. we went after edinburgh we went we looked at scotland and i got engaged yeah like that was that was a big thing that happened last summer. 
Oh, for those listeners that don't know, Molly is engaged. Um, her <laughs> wedding is next year. Um, she's got a lovely ring. She'll post a picture of her ring on Instagram for you all to see. Um, she has registered a wish list on Amazon. She also no. posts that on Instagram. No. <laughs> <laughs> so if our American listeners, our, our Isles and Wright listeners, could you know just send us some gifts? That's what she's saying. I have not started an Amazon gift list. But, I mean, I don't see what the problem is with those. Like, people think that it's, like, you know, obnoxious, but I don't think it is. I just think it's, like, if you'd rather have stuff... People would rather get you stuff that you actually want than people... Than you kind of look at it and go, hmm, charity, or <laughs> covered. So, yeah. I'm very <laughs> nervous about buying you a gift for you, <laughs> Very nervous. Please send me a list. You did so well at the engagement party, though, so I wouldn't worry about it. I know I did, and I was up for four nights trying to decide what <laughs> to get you. But, you know. Also, back onto wish lists. And I know this isn't appropriate for an education podcast, but I do get very jealous. A friend of mine has an OnlyFans. Do you know what that is, Molly? No. So it's kind of like a website. It's it's not meant for this, but I think it's used for this. It's a website where um, you sign up if you're a fan of someone, like a bit like Patreon. We could be on OnlyFans, and like people could sign up for exclusive content from us that they wouldn't be able to get for free. All so right. they pay like they pay like ten pound a month, and we'd like put videos and things on there. But what a lot of people use it for is for um, pictures and videos that aren't safe for work. Right. So, like, um, I've got a friend that does it, and by the looks of it, she loves doing it. She makes a lot of money from it. Go her. Yeah. And, like, I'm, I'm free free choice. But yeah. She gets sent so many gifts from her Amazon wish list off this website, and I'm so jealous. Like, she got a camera the other day that cost about 400 quid, just from, I assume, a random stranger on her, her Amazon wish list. It makes me so jealous, but also, if I was in that position, I'd feel so creeped out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, to flip the script again, and this is an American thing, not a UK thing, but a lot of American teachers do Amazon wish lists for classroom supplies. Really? Yeah. They do, like, they put their wish list on their Instagram, and people can help buy it. Oh, there's a famous celebrity. Who's the celebrity? Oh, What's her name? She's in The Good Place. Have you seen The Good Place? Yeah, I love that. Um, Kurt, is it... Kurt, is it the ma- Kurt, Kirsten... Or is it Kristen? I always Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell, that's it, yeah. So she does a thing over, over summer. She's, like, big on getting the supplies that schools need. She does a thing where she highlights a different teacher's wish list. Molly, at primary school, explain this to me, because it's like, mm. very, like secondary school here this is a big time of year for primary school staff isn't it because do you find out like whether you're moving up and down years or like how does all that work yeah well I think every school does it differently but um, obviously when you're a primary school teacher you're employed to teach from nursery right the way through to year 6 so you can be put in any of those year groups um usually people end up kind of finding a a strength um you know because obviously we're split split into key stages so generally you will kind of you'll maybe do a few at the start of your career 
or you'll just stick with one area and then you and you stay within a you know that key stage um but some people dart about all all the time um some schools don't change that often some like some primary schools you kind of have the same year six teacher every year the same year four teacher but My yes primary school was like that but we seem to change a lot like there's all there's never been a year in my five years of teaching where we've stayed like everybody stayed the same so you're um, currently in year two no i i've just done a year in year one but i'm going into year two in september oh and mm. how do you feel about that well i'd done three years of year two before i did year one so okay. it's I'm quite. I'm very familiar with the with the expectations for the year group and the curriculum of the year for the year group, um, and obviously I'm very familiar with the cohort because I've taught them this year, and I'm going Ooh. to be teaching them next year as well. So have you got the exact same class? Or is it? No. So we we are three form entry. So we've got three classes of year one, three classes of year two, da da da, and every year the classes get mixed up so that you're not the children aren't in the same group of children every single year that we redistribute them um and they go with a different class teacher obviously in a different group of children i like so um i like that you see i came from a one i went to a one form entry primary school so i was with the same 30 children for my full education in primary school yeah and i think it when i went to secondary school it was like a God, it was really scary because there was however so many, many hundred children in a year group and it was all muddled and everyone changed. And So I do think it's really good for them to, to get into that at such a young age and just get used to having to move classes and um, socialise with new people. But yeah, so I've got some of the children. I haven't got the exact same class. I've, got, I've probably got about two thirds of my class from this year um, that's still in, quite a lot isn't it yeah I, I it is quite a lot um i think it's difficult to when you're moving up with them to not like keep them all if that makes sense because it's just like you know them you know it's uh you don't have to go through that initiation process they get with them. to know your stage so yeah so are you liking the fact you're keeping so many children how how do you feel about it Ah, uh, yeah i do at first i thought oh that might be a bit because much as I I don't as much as I'm sure people don't enjoy the initiation stage, it is always nice to get a new set of faces every year and that freshness and kind of thing. Um, so there's a part of me that thinks there's pros and cons to everything, isn't there? Um, but actually, there's a yeah. I am looking forward to moving up with them and. I think it's quite been quite helpful with the other year two teachers that I can be like, say, because of what's happened this year in particular, I can be like, oh no, we, we're not there yet. Or when it comes to planning, like, oh yeah, we didn't do that in year one or we, we didn't reach that in year one or they struggled with this in year one. So it's, it's it has helped quite a bit, particularly because of the circumstances. I imagine that's really beneficial this year. Yeah, really yeah. So, oh, I don't know. One thing I really like about my job is obviously I get them in year seven and then see them through to year 11 or year nine if they don't choose drama as an option. But I yeah. get them for a good chunk of time and you see them change and you see them develop. Like 
when in my NQT year, I've the year seven that started now are going into year nine, so I will have taught them for three years. And mm. I really enjoy that, but also I don't spend every single day with the same thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah. think that would drive me mad sometimes. I have my key stage four classes five times a fortnight, and even that's like, oh, I've seen these loads, and like. And you want a bit of a change. You want a bit of a change of personalities. Mm, yeah, that's that's obviously time will tell with that one. Um, but I obviously I didn't get a full year with them either. So there's maybe if I'd done a full academic year with them and then did another full academic year. But I've really technically only done half a year with this current yeah. cohort. So. so have your school done that deliberately, or did, was that just the way it worked out? Um. Well, obviously they've, they've put me in year two deliberately, but I don't know that it was necessarily because of COVID. COVID. I think it's a it's a benefiting factor, but um, yeah, I don't think that was the main reason. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I see. I, I see that as a positive, but then I can also see the overview of of it. But what about the child's point of view? How yeah. does it work with that? You see, that's what I was... So I was talking about this to um, to Matty. And um, and he said... So he had a teacher twice yeah. um, in primary school who he really liked. But he said he then really struggled when he didn't have her after two years. So, like, Ooh. having had her for two years... Um, then made having someone different quite challenging as a as a young child. It's really comfortable then, isn't it? Yeah, very comfortable. Um, and you've got them at the start of their primary mm, school career, so yeah, for one and two, and then it's yeah. changed for three. So it's like they move key stage at the end of year two, so they go to a completely different part of school. Um, yeah, I've I've tried. So when when obviously when we've looked at classes, I've tried almost in a harsh way to not keep ones who I know that would get attached. If that makes sense, because I think it would be worse for them in the long the run. End. Yeah, that's not harsh. So that's what you're doing the best for the yeah. child. But there is a few that I think you might be attached, and yeah. yeah. I suppose that's it. Cross that bridge when it comes to it. Silly. Yeah. But I d- yeah, I think that's just it. That I think initially parents are probably quite like, oh yeah, they've got the same teacher. We don't have to worry about like them getting to know them or settling in or anything like that because the know you know the Norma's Atkinson. They've been she's been their teacher. Um, but then I think the other issue with that is come the end of the year it's a massive change then to have someone new i'd be really interested if any of our listeners have come across this before or had this experience if they were Mm. to like write into us and and see because obviously molly and i are still quite early into our teaching careers so i imagine loads of teachers have come across this before yeah and i I do think it's i think sometimes it can be detrimental to to behavior management as well because so for example when I was in my pod, um, I had 
Five boys who I used to teach, like who were in my class this year, and I would I had I was in for two weeks, then working from home for a week. So the week I was working from home, they had a different teacher in the pod with them, and I, by the end of the two weeks with me, behaviour was starting to like deteriorate, and I was having to be more kind of strict, and then when the other teacher came in for a week he had kind of good behavior from them for the week then i would go back in and it would be great but then come to the end of the two weeks it was like following that pattern which obviously it will because kids like to push your boundaries and you know once they get comfy with you that's what they do but i do think it's amazing is it sometimes how much you're class do benefit from a different voice a different face just like because and that's I what they do with like you as a teacher is it is to do no. this like it's somebody different and it is a yeah. massive benefit yeah like, because yeah as much as you take comfort from somebody that you know i can also appreciate listening to me five days a week six hours a day like for however 42 weeks of the year must you you wouldn't must get a little bit like i'm ready to listen to somebody different now do you know what i mean and and like different teachers bring different things don't they exactly like i know me from a drama point of view i try and bring in different providers to do different workshops like i have lipper they do like a wider participation scheme and they come in and deliver workshops and we have like um, different theater companies coming and do things you need to try and get the kids different like um different perspectives yeah, and different experiences yeah. so like i'm very aware of that crazy will you keep mm. us updated how it goes i will yeah i like i said i'm i'm excited and i'm i'm nervous at the same time and um but i what i was i was telling me i was a bit um egotistical if that's the right word because obviously when they found out that they, they got me again there was a lot of excited children i was like well <laughs> <laughs> yes you've got me again children yeah. <laughs> I know you're buzzing and excited and you love me. But you've got... <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, with that, Molly, um, it's time for our favourite section of the podcast. It's time for On the Wall, On the Wall, On the Wall, On the Wall. <laughs> I feel like we need a jingle, but I feel like neither me or you have the skills to create a jingle. Yeah. Uh, no, I know. Uh, oh, we could ask somebody to make us a jingle, though. Yes, shall we ask someone to make us a jingle? Yeah, let's let's put it out there. If anyone wants to, <laughs> <laughs> wants to make us a jingle, please make us a jingle. Um, <laughs> or we can go on Fiverr and we can get a jingle on Fiverr. Have you seen Fiverr? No. Like you pay people a Fiverr and they do a job for you, <laughs> like design a jingle. Ah. Leave that with me. I see you for our future podcast if we can get a jingle. But Molly, what are you going to put on the wall? Well, I'm going to put on the wall, like, I know, and again, this is a really egotistical thing, and I, I probably shouldn't put it on the wall, but um, <laughs> at, <laughs> at the end of the academic year, I'm always very lucky that I get um, presents off the children. Um, That's such a primary school thing, by the way. I know, I know. Um, and I got some gorgeous ones this year. I mean, considering I only did half a year in theory with them, um, I got some gorgeous ones. So I'm going to put on the wall kind of like inde- like independent kind of unique gifts be- because um, I got this gorgeous like 
kit off a off a parent well obviously off a child but off a parent and it was like a personalized bag um honestly i was like the best gift ever it was a bag so i can put like it's like a canvas bag so i can put books and stuff in and it says miss atkinson it's an acronym for miss atkinson oh i see this on your facebook or yeah oh absolutely amazing and um i'm really she put the card in the um i'm gonna go and get the card she put the card of the business that she bought bought it from but it was just a little like independent business on facebook um and it it was like personalized gifts but there's loads that pop up um at this time of year well obviously there's loads of companies that do personalized like items but there's a lot of businesses out there that do really sweet stuff for like end of year gifts for teachers and it's like um and Oh, yeah, I'm going to put that on the wall. Like, support local businesses, not just, like, buy your teacher a gift. But please do buy your teacher, because <laughs> I do love that. Um, well, well, buy me a gift, support local businesses, buy me a gift. But, yeah, that, um, that is important, especially especially COVID-19, we need to support local businesses. And if you can do that, I imagine they do lots of other amazing things, not just for end-of-year teachers. But oh, for, like, yeah, yeah, for weddings. anything. Yeah, Essentially, weddings, Molly's yeah. dropping hints for a wedding. Um, so... We will put the name of that local small business on our Facebook and our Instagrams. So go yeah, check them out. Yeah, I will. I've got the card somewhere, but I'll. I know I have it somewhere, but I haven't got it on me at this moment, which is really unprepared and, of um, me. Can we can we put um, a picture of it on our Instagram? Your bag. Yeah, so and I'll, and we, and we can tag the the business in it. Yes, let's do that. Um, my on the wall this week, Molly, is a something slightly slightly different to normal my on the wall this week is a musical oh <laughs> i'm putting hamilton on the wall this i week. knew that was coming i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> only because i love it and it's been on disney plus and i've watched it about 17 times have you got I... disney plus then um, i have got disney plus yeah mm, i think i need to get it there's just so much going like good stuff going on there at the moment i, I, and I love disney anyway oh I, will you actually that would be amazing yeah just don't tell disney anyone that listens <laughs> no but no i sent you the login details you watch hamilton but it's amazing it's got um the original cast of it and um obviously i went to broadway when it when why it's been on could not get tickets for it love the soundtrack love the songs it's on in london Absolutely we love, love the soundtrack we listen to the soundtrack when we're cooking in the kitchen and everything like absolutely love the soundtrack but i've never I love the accents. i've never seen it yeah i'm like alexander hamilton yeah yeah i love all that but i send you my login oh molly also sorry i know this is going on now there is a show on disney plus that you would love because i love it it's called <laughs> encore and um it's got Kristen bell in is it Kristen or kirsten kirsten Kristen. I'll have to find out. But it's got hair in it. And um, what they do is they take, like, adults who are, like, 25, 30, 40, 50, old people, and they take them, they get them back, and they take them back to high school to put on their old high school play. Oh, that does sound good. So, like, the first one is, like, they did Annie, and they've done Beauty and the Beast, they've done all oh, sorts. Like, that it's sounds so amazing. Good. Put it this way, there's 12 episodes, and I watch them all in a day. <laughs> That does are and like American school productions are like oh they are insane. like West End Broadway yeah. style productions. yeah like fully like yeah high school musical uh, yeah when I worked in Frenchwoods literally they would put on these massive plays in two weeks <laughs> horrendous <laughs> right Molly 
I think that brings us to our conclusion this week. Yeah. Well, that was. I was trying to do that smooth, but it wasn't really smooth. No. I mean, have a lovely summer, everybody. I mean, if if this is going to be released, probably about halfway through the summer holidays. But I hope you're having a lovely summer. And I think we do deserve a break, contrary to what people have said about us in the press. That we have a glass of wine. Yeah. Enjoy. If you're not going away, it doesn't matter. Enjoy, enjoy a staycation. Um, and also, sorry, just to point out as well, it might be a nice time to spend some me time. Headspace yeah. is a really good meditation app, and it's free for teachers if you upload proof that you're a teacher. So get Headspace. I mean, if that doesn't say enough, I don't know what does. No, so we'll see you next week. Thanks for <laughs> listening to us. Um, if you haven't already, please subscribe or follow us on us on your podcast platform and if you are fortunate to be on a site like itunes rate us five stars we've got 10 reviews now let's get that to like 15 get us on the charts please but we will see you next week bye molly bye